Welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Ashley. And this is Season 5, Episode 14, the one where everybody finds out. Freaking finds out. (laughs) When we were talking about this yesterday before we recorded, I said that we were doing this one. And you were like, no, I thought that was in a few episodes. But it's here. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, you're right. So I was thinking that they found out. (laughs) I forgot about that. Um, I don't know if this has been happening to you, but lately... The days have been so long and like this happened to me at work last week where somebody was like, oh yeah, last week when we were talking about da 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 and we were like, Paul, that was yesterday. And he was like, oh man, <laughs> like, so, I just feel like that keeps happening. Like, I was, So what you're um, saying is the days are hardest, but then comes the night. Nights and they're but just also as hard. then there's yes. the days. <laughs> and I'm um, like, Ben's sister was staying with us and they had left yesterday morning but like when we he and I went out for a walk yesterday evening and I was like oh yeah when your sister was here and I was about to say like a couple days ago and I was like that was this morning I don't know what's going on long days because it's summer in New Zealand I don't know but anyway (sighs) yes when we were talking about this episode I was thinking that they all found out in the one episode and like Phoebe finding out I was thinking that was the end of the episode and then the next episode was like her trying to coax it out of Chandler but lucky us it's all happening now yeah I know it's like all piled into one it's funny because sometimes they like break stuff like that up and I guess technically someone doesn't find out well I guess he technically finds out at the end of this episode but um they finally like it's finally gonna get out with it you know I'm so excited which didn't we say it was episode five is when Joey found out so this really has been dragging (sighs) on that's like 10 weeks if we're being like conservative which is two and a half months that he's had to put up with their nonsense (laughs) selling the good name of joey selling the good joey name um okay so there's pretty much only two things that happen in this episode topic wise and one of them is that everybody finds out and the other one is that ross notices or I guess actually Phoebe notices that ugly naked guy is starting to pack and move and labeling all his boxes clothes and Ross has the great (laughs) idea to get his apartment which is a great idea Ross is currently you know the troll under the the bridge and if you notice his boxes are still just piled up everywhere in the apartment um so it's time it's time and he knows that for sure so hang on a second um, what i just realized so he's been how when did he move in with what's what's what when did he move in in with the guys in the one where ross moves in right which is a time before now (laughs) um hold on we're gonna figure this out so ross moves moves in. in episode seven oh my gosh so so the point I'm trying to make here is that um, Ross was living at the guy's apartment oh, while Monica and Chandler were sneaking around. You're totally right. I honestly didn't think about that. That's crazy. That's crazy. For seven episodes. And they so, are, so as a conservative said, not estimate, seven smooth. weeks. Not smooth. Not really trying to keep it under wraps. Oh, my gosh. That's actually mm. 
really crazy. Yeah, only... I wonder. Oh yeah, episode five is when Joey finds out. Oi, that's a long I time. F- that's a long time. I feel like um, the writers could have. Maybe they didn't want to. Maybe they wanted Ross to be the last one. But I'm surprised that there was never any like close calls with Ross on this finding them. My gosh, I can't believe I never figured that out because somehow Joey is the only one that's always around noticing them being. Yeah, isn't know, that weird? That is weird. And I, hmm. I'm impressed, but also kind of like, how did I never even notice that? Um, that's wild. Because very much not smooth, those guys. No, no, very not, not whatsoever. Um, so but, yeah, so it's yeah. time for Ross to move and... Ugly naked guy. Obviously a great location right by the friends. So he's like, I should try to get his place. It'd be cool to live across from you guys. And I love when Joey's like, we could do that telephone thing with like the string <laughs> and the can, you know? Yeah. I feel like. Or we could do the actual telephone yeah, the thing. actual telephone thing. I feel like those are the type of things that I get excited about where it's like, we, we don't need to do this. Like, wouldn't it be fun if we could do this? And it's like, well, we're not going to. Let's just do really? regular things. I don't think you're bad about I don't think you're like fantastical about that kind of stuff, are you? I, I think I just think it in my head. I have this like weird thing. Maybe this is normal. Maybe it's not. When I go on a trip. Now, when I say trip, I'm saying basically if I'm going to be at another destination longer than my house that day. So like overnight somewhere. Could be for one day. Could be for longer. I always have this like fantasy self that has like a whole new routine at that place. Do you do this? Well, I know what you mean about the like, maybe I'll like go to the gym and then I'll want to like meditate or like, is it like that kind of thing where you like pack ball gowns just in case? Yes, that is totally it. Like I, I just think like, okay, I'm going to get up and yeah, and I'm going to work out and I'm going to like read 50 pages in this book and I want to have like a whole routine but I have been doing this since I was a kid I remember going to camp like a week-long camp and having all these like it's just my fantasy self like I'm just like that that Renee that goes to camp she totally does all these things and like when we used to go on cruises with my family when I was a kid I had like times in my day that I would go and sit and write postcards to my friends that was like scheduled into my day um, you still do that, though. I know. I know. And I do <laughs> I do accomplish a lot of these things. But it is really funny to me because I just think like, okay, we're going to get there and then we're going to get up every day and we're going to do this thing. And like, I don't – it's just this weird thing I have about like having this special routine where we're in this different place. I don't know what it is. But – so I kind of feel like that with the like, okay, we're going to like – Maybe it's different, but the telephone and the string. Like, oh, we're going to go to all these places and whatever. Did you have like a special routine for when we went to Palm Springs that you had planned for? I don't remember, but probably. You know, I think I, I think I used to do that kind of stuff where like I would pack gym clothes and sneakers and like a book. Um, Mm -hmm. But now I actually use that stuff. So right. I right. like I'm much better about I don't know maybe I've become the person I want to be I think I also just have like what gone from like a hundred to zero social life moving to New Zealand mm-hmm. um so hey if you want time in your day just move somewhere where nobody knows you <laughs> you will have zero dinner invites you it helps um 
Aww. It, what's funny though is that like I'm still so much more social than Ben. <laughs> and I'm like, I never do anything. I barely have friends. And he's like, uh and Ben's like, I um, literally have no friends. Yeah, he's like, no, literally, I don't. <laughs> um but yeah, like I I um I was talking a ooh, much it might have been a while ago at this point when I was talking about going away for that like fancy hotel weekend. Um and I did like oh, I yeah. was like, I'm gonna take a bath. And I did I brought like the nice face max mask stuff that you sent me and I mm-hmm. sat I like, had a nice soaking bath and I did the face mask and I went to the gym twice, I think. And I the one thing I didn't do was use the pool because I was like, oh, it'll mm. be so fun. I'll use the pool. But then when I was like getting ready to go downstairs, I was like, I don't actually enjoy indoor workout pools. Like, I think I'll just mm. go use the gym and then I'll come back upstairs and I'll like soak in my private bathtub <laughs> and I'll have to like pool. do a whole. Yeah. I was like, don't have to do the whole rigmarole <laughs> of like, like, why do I, why would I like, because I was like, okay, I'm going to bring my book to read at the like hot tub. But then I was like, well, that's kind of weird. And also like, I can just have a bath I don't know yeah so there's certain things but yeah okay I yeah think maybe that's, that's really I like want to use all the amenities yeah and I and I think that that I don't know maybe I'm interpreting wrong but if you're listening out there and you know what Renee's talking about please write in with your own because I, I do think that that's common yeah okay I didn't know if it was just me you're not um, crazy for that reason. I'm not okay for that reason other reasons yeah. we haven't gotten there yet yeah um yeah, I don't know. It's just fun to think about, like, all the all the things you're going to do. All the fun things, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but, yeah. So, Ross gets this great idea to, like, go to Ugly Naked Guy's apartment. And I feel like we can't really, like, finish talking about what happens without going into... Yeah, we won't go into what happens, but when they are over there looking at his apartment, I was like, that actually is really nice with, like, the trim and the sconces, and it's it's quite big for, like, a one-beddy. It's it's probably a pre-war. Oh, oh, true. I think it's a two-bedroom at least, isn't it? Oh, right, because Rachel does Rachel lives there, and then I guess, who knows, Ben sleeps on the roof like a second-class citizen. Um True, but, I guess he would have to have a room for Ben. I mean, I guess not, since Ben can just sleep in the living room like the trash he is. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> um, but yes, they go over to see the apartment. They see a lot of things, but Ross is definitely going to apply for this apartment. And to get the yeah. edge on the competition... Ross is like, oh, oh, I know it's bless. not ethical, but I sent something to give me my edge. I forgot about that when he's like, it's I not know. exactly ethical. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not a bad, oh, I guess my you could God. say I'm kind of a player. Like, no, you're yeah. not, Ross. It's so funny. But everybody's like, oh, is it that life-size gorilla? Like, that all these bike? huge gifts. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, no, it's the mini muffins. They're like, that giant basket? No, the small one. Small one on the end. So (laughs) Ross sent like a muffin and uh, everybody else sent like huge, you know, fantastical gifts. Arcade games and mountain bikes. Arcade games and mountain bikes. And like, I mean, now I feel like the the big thing is, I don't know if it's, I actually don't know if it's ethical. I don't know if it's legal to buy people gifts when you're trying to buy their house. I don't know how that works. 
But I guess like renting do it out is different. Do people do that? Well, I don't, I, I honestly don't know that it's ethical. Like, I, I think it, I, I'm wondering um, if ethics it's illegal. Aside, are you saying that people do that? Are you saying that they don't because it might be illegal? I'm, I think, I think the gift is don't. all the money I just gave you for your house. <laughs> well, but there's a lot of places where, I mean, Nashville is one of those places where like the competition right. is really stiff for houses. Yeah. And, but I've never heard of anybody buying a gift because I honestly don't think you can, money can't change hands. It all has to be in the contract. And I don't know that you could write anything in. So you can like thing- try to be like, we'll waive closing costs and we will include yeah. the lawnmower. You can do all that as long as it's in the contract. I don't think you can buy somebody a present to sway them. However, people do write letters saying, I want to raise my family here. Yeah. Just think how cute we are. Here's a picture of us. And it usually wins. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that tactic. Yeah. Um, they told me to do that here as well, actually. We put an offer mm-hmm. on a house, but just to kind of almost like we liked the house, but it was more so just to kind of like try out the process before we were emotionally mm-hmm. involved. Mm-hmm. And it was this older couple, this older Christian couple. And like the guy was an artist and I don't remember what, but I, I was like, so when we made an offer, I was like, I am going to include a letter about like, this is our first home and we're really looking forward to like, you know, taking over or like, or like taking care of it and all this stuff. Um, and of course they ended up going with the offer that was more money, but I a little bit oh. wanted to be like, I want you guys to know that it is about the money for you. Cause I think so many people think it's not about the money until it's money in their pocket. And then they do. And it is about I the money. I know a lot of people who were not the highest offer that got the house because of their letter because of the sweet story wow because the sweet story or like so my neighbors like three houses down they have gorgeous house i absolutely love that house and when it was for sale i was like my dream house is for sale and so we went and looked at it um but we didn't buy it obviously because we still live here but they bought it and they i know for sure they weren't the highest offer but the other guy like wanted to live there half the year he was like from la or something and came here a lot for work and then wanted to rent it out the rest of the time but the Uh. people that owned it were like no, we don't want like an investor. We want like somebody who wants to live in this neighborhood yeah. who like, wants to have their family here. And so yeah. they didn't go with the highest offer. Um, I, Why do you guys offer? Uh, because it, I mean, I'm not going to move two houses down. Um, it has a gorgeous front porch. It's my house. favorite. I didn't know it was my dream house. It's my dream outside house. Oh, their okay. front that's, porch yeah, is so beautiful. And they have great landscaping, which I could have too if I hired somebody to do my landscaping. Um, so I don't have to move it's to a do solvable that. Solvable problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also just always been curious what it was like in that house. And so I got to find yeah. out. And it's great. But I mean, it's kind of like my house chopped up a little bit differently. It's not really oh, a whole okay. lot different. Um, they just have a fantastic front porch. It kind of wraps around in the front or on the side. It's really pretty. Um, I'm um, just going to nu- nudge us back to friends. Um, oh. <laughs> Why? This house sounds great, but I do feel like we could be here for a while because Renee does like to give a nice description of it. Well, a no, home. I was going to just say one more thing. Okay. Is we'll that, that if, not that I plan on ever selling my house because if you know me, I don't sell things or leave them behind. I <laughs> use true. them until they burn to the ground. Um, let's talk about my 2005 Corolla that I got in 2005 that I will, you'll have to pry from my dead lifeless fingers. Um <laughs> <laughs> I um if we ever did sell this house, I would 100% take less money for the right family. Yeah. 
Like okay. there is no question in my mind. There is absolutely no question. And I'm guessing Does most Matt of the offers you get. I mean, I think most of the offers you get are pretty comparable. And honestly, when you're selling a house, like $10,000 is not a big deal. You were never going to Yeah, ours was that, you know? definitely way different. Like the offer that yeah. we made was like probably $40,000 less than the other oh, one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if it was like. Not nothing. It, yeah, if it was like a ton under asking, like maybe it just wasn't the right thing. But like it, I don't know. I wouldn't sell it to like an investor or something. So anyway, that would definitely work on me. The sweet letter would Yeah, work, yeah, fair sure. enough. And I've heard of it working in a lot of cases. Um. Uh, oh, I was going to say, though, that um, with Ross's thing here with, like, them all trying to, like, sweet talk ugly naked guy because he's subleasing it himself, like, New York real estate sounded tough back in 1998. Oh, I think it was. 99. Sorry, we're in 99. Yeah. Yeah. I think it really was. Um, like a tough rental honestly, market. until a couple <laughs> years ago, I think it was yeah, really rough. I think so, too. Um, now more people, I mean, pre-COVID – there was like two years yeah. pre-COVID where like yeah. less people, it, more people moving left to than New York. moved in. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And now I'm sure so, it's even crazier. The bottom's probably fallen up from underneath it. But um, yeah. Well, now people yeah. are like negotiating discounts on their rent. Thankfully, um, I have been told before that I was like an ideal rental candidate being like single woman in her 30s, good job, no pets, no kids, Mm -hmm. like whatever. And I was Mm -hmm. traveling a bunch for work, so it was like not even here all the time to like wear and Mm -hmm. tear the house. Um, I think Ben and I are still a good candidate because it's basically that just times two. And he like keeps really good, like he tidies up the outside of the house quite well. Um, So I think, so we're going to be looking um, for a new rental soon. I think we're fine there. We're not too worried about it. But it, when it comes to buying a house, then it's just, yeah, I think it is like, that'll be the tricky bit. But we'll, I'll talk yeah. about it when we get there. Yeah. But um, yeah, so Ross is trying to edge out the competition with a $12 mini muffin <laughs> There's basket. There's $12. <laughs> oh, you're such a loser. I know. I mean, seriously, there had to be like four mini muffins in there. So small. Um, and I love when he's like, oh, everyone got those at work and it was the best day. Chandler's like, your work makes me sad. Coming from yeah. Chandler, that is rich. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> scathing coming from Chandler. I know. And so Rachel has a really good idea to like, mm. to actually give him an edge is like take, you know, an interest in his interests and kind of lean that way. And yes, I when she gives very example, good, like, Rachel. I would tell Joey about my sandwiches or my underwear and he's like, I'm listening. Yeah. Um, so it definitely works. I think that that's actually a great piece of advice. Um, yeah, of course. Because I, like I said, kind of with the, it kind of goes along the same lines as the letter. Like knowing somebody who's going to love it like you do would make a difference to most people. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, so I read How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I'm pretty sure that was like one of the key things was like mm-hmm. actually care about what other people care. Like they'll note there's a difference between like faking it and sucking up which mm-hmm. is kind of what, what Ross does in a minute. But like, you know, but like take showing that you know what their interests are and that you also have an interest is a great yeah. way to great way to get somebody on board. Yeah. And they all try to go through and think of what uh, ugly naked guy's into because they do have a uh, peek into yes. his life, you could say. Um, but it all ends badly. So who knows yeah, what the Ross moon is going to go with. The trampoline. Your gravity boots. The cat. The cat. R.I.P. 
Um, but Ross takes a really bold move and decides <laughs> to uh, not only applaud ugly naked guys' nakedness, nakedness. but also join him partake in in (laughs) nakedness which i'm like i know you said like ross decides to kind of fake it which i guess he's faking being interested in it but to go all in like that yeah uh, you're right i i hesitate to say balls to the wall in this instance yeah but um (laughs) but like he actually does it (laughs) so you're right it's interesting it's an interesting move but it works out in the end so, yeah, it works out. Good for you, Ross. You have a new apartment. Um, it. I think they cut this out if you watch this on, not on like the DVDs. But um, when they're like, oh, check it out. Ugly naked guy's got a naked friend. And Rachel goes, that's our friend. That's naked Ross. I love when like Monica turns her head away really quick, like to not look. Um, oh, yeah. But. They they cut out the part where they like cut to and you see Ross there um going another mini muffin like oh yeah they do cut that out don't they oh my gosh I thought that I just like looked away because I was like oh obviously that part happened there are actually a a couple other really iconic lines and I'll call them out when it happens because one of my favorite ones got cut out and I was bugged so I'll share that too I wonder if it's It's probably the same one of course yeah it it probably is. Uh, um, yeah, so that's all we know about Ross for now until the end. But we'll, we're going to keep that in our back pocket for now. Okay. Um, so when Ross decides he's going to go over to look at the apartment, he takes Rachel and Phoebe with him. And they are like, it's a great place. You should apply. And Phoebe kind of like jokingly <laughs> says she's going to do it if he doesn't. But you know Phoebe. She might actually. I love her. Yeah, it's a nice I spot. know. It's a nice spot. So they're looking and uh, Rachel goes to the bathroom and Phoebe's like, oh, look at the view. It's Chandler and Monica. And she's trying to wave to them, except they're about to do it and are stripping each other naked in front of the window. Which, and regardless of whether your friends live across the street or not, is just not a good idea. Especially since you know that you can see ugly naked guy's apartment. Yeah. It only reasons that he can see into yours. Whether you uh-huh. know if Ross is there or not, do you want that guy looking at you while you do it in the window? And everyone else in his building. Right. I mean, New York, like, there's usually, like, six inches between buildings. Like, you know, the more <laughs> Even if it's across guy, the alley, you know? still. Yeah. It's so, – they're yeah. so close. And it's not enough space to, like, blur things out. So – they're just going at it in the window. They're putting and I on mean, a show. We all know this moment. Phoebe's response <sighs> is, I don't know that anybody could have done a better job. And I think it's a good combo of the writing and her Lisa just comedic timing is yes. just so good. Her freaking just. out is so good. The Chandler and Monica, the my eyes, like, yes, slow Chandler, clap. My eyes, my I know because really like the the true shock and panic that she's exhibiting I think is what feels so real about it like Mm. she can't be reasoned with you know like she is just truly freaking out because something she never thought she would see is happening right and all I could think was have you ever found out like this I mean maybe you weren't seen people actually hooking up but like you saw somebody like 
holding hands or kissing or you saw like a text you weren't supposed to see like has there ever been like a they don't know that you found out type of thing with a friend oh gosh that is a good question um I don't know I don't think so I think I'm so naive and no I don't think so have you? Yeah, I, I can't – no, I can't think of any – Um, I know it has to happen, though. There have to be people that, like, run into somebody and they're like, oh, you were dating secretly. Okay, interesting. Um, But I'm guessing more like seeing them out to dinner or something, you know. I've kind of wondered um, because I um, – I've kind of wondered that before where, like, um, I'll go out and have, like, breakfast dates with guy friends or, like – go out to dinner with guy friends and Ben always knows like he doesn't care at all you know like I'll be like oh I'm going up to Auckland I'm gonna catch up with some of my friends up there having dinner and drinks with this old colleague and then you know and sometimes it's guys sometimes it's girls and like it but I'm like I bet you if somebody were to walk in right now and to be like Ashley and Pablo were out having cocktails last like I was like Uh uh-huh you know but I mean like yeah we're having cocktails and my boyfriend knows and we're chit-chatting about like so what's going on with you these days like it's totally fine but um but no nobody's nobody would find any salacious gossip b-text or salacious gossip Mm -mm. yeah I can't think of anything like that the only I mean it's not the same story so it's not worth telling but um well this story doesn't really like pertain it was like somebody was hanging out with a friend and their boyfriend saw them and nothing was going on so it's like not really the same it was just kind of I think it's more of a you had to be there story too it's like only funny because I knew the people involved um so anyway we'll just move on but I yeah I can't think of anything that could be more shocking than finding out that like two of your best friends in your circle oh my are gosh looking yes. up like and to not just find out the way Rachel did, like with a phone conversation, but to like see it physically happening. Oh my gosh, that just would be so shocking. I think it's kind of funny that, and I'm sure that the writers probably did this intentionally, each reveal was more dramatic than the one previously. So oh, like Joey, yeah. Joey put two and two together because of like a, a <laughs> factoid. Um, mm-hmm. Rachel like heard them phone flirting. And then Phoebe just saw the whole dang thing, and we'll get to Ross. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, but um, do, but I do it, kind of love doing it. Yeah, <laughs> but I do love that. Like, yes, like Phoebe is just like freaking out, can't believe it. But Rachel's like, I know, and she's like, you know, and she's like, yes, I know, but Ross doesn't know. You have to be quiet. And so then, like, Ugh. she had to immediately rein it in. I know. And I just. Oh. It's crazy. And her cover-up is so good. And how they, like, transition it and get Ross in on the jumpy hug. To, like, hug. giggle and jump <laughs> is the best. I love when he, like, jumps in. Like, when he joins in and he, like, I don't know His what I would describe. Like, like a salmon. Of the dance. Like a s- yeah. Salmon going upstream. Because uh, he doesn't really move his arms like they were. Like they were kind of like jumping up and down, kind of like cheerleaders, you know, or like yeah, excited like jo- fans. Yeah. He wasn't and pumping he his arms. Flails he just his body. Legs. <laughs> his head flicks oh. to the side and his legs kind of kick up and he like swims upstream with his babies. Yeah, that's a good way to um, put it. <laughs> but it's so, f- I love, there is like something 
Ross can be like rigid and annoying and all the things. But when he has a childlike moment, it's great. When he yeah, just has I like agree. a sweet little like kiddish moment is probably the best way I can categorize them like that it's just when he just kind of lets go for a minute and goes with it it's so good (laughs) it is I agree I love that it's so endearing it is very endearing um and I love that he just like doesn't even question it like (laughs) get in here um and so yeah so Phoebe and Rachel know and Rachel's given her all the details she has and da 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 um, and of course, Rachel's is purely speculation, not speculation, because she knows it's true, but like she hasn't talked to Monica about it, which I kind of forgot in this moment. Yeah. Um, but I think she probably has gotten some info from Joey and. Um, well, she tried and her. Joey was kind of oh, like right. not knowing much about it. Yeah, but know. now the three of them kind of know. And Yes. So. Joey <laughs> well, hold on. So I love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So what, Joey comes You mean in. how they're friends and nothing more? <laughs> <laughs> deny, deny, deny. Like he is just He's, being yeah. a really good friend, honestly, mm. and doing what Chandler asked. And um, so then Phoebe has a great idea that we can, you know, torture them a little bit and mm-hmm. have some fun. And Joey's like, no, I want to tell them. And what they cut out, which I'm guessing is your favorite part. Oh, when he's like, no. Oh, OK. Well, he's like, but I know what you're talking about. it will be really we could- fun. We could. Tell them like a barbershop quartet. quartet. We know, we know, we we know, know. we know. Yeah. (laughs) And then she goes, no, I'm going to do Phoebe's thing. Yeah. So what do you think? Do you think that you would want to tell and get it over with? Or would you want to have a little fun? Um, So I think that when, like, if I was Rachel and was presented with both options, I would want to do Phoebe's thing and have a little fun. And especially because they've been keeping it from her, you know, Mm -hmm. Monica straight up lied to her when she tried to confront Mm -hmm. her about it. And so like, it is kind of a little chance to have a little bit of fun in this situation. Um, But I'm not smart enough to have come up with that on my own. And so I probably would have just like marched right over there and been like, oh my God, you guys, like, what are you oh, doing? I you can't wouldn't have this. thought. I'm not yeah. chill enough to be like, okay, take a step back. How can I like play this for my, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not the puppet master like Phoebe is. Yes. What about I you? definitely would have, I would go for the prank for sure, for sure. Yeah, you're pretty good at that. Um, I love a good prank and I'm like, there's so many opportunities here. You could leave like, I don't know, like you could plant things in their room to make them think like I don't know I feel like you could do so much stuff but I like what they land on <laughs> oh yes it is a real treat for the eyes and the ears um but Joey well first before we get there Joey's like I got secrets I got her secrets I got your secrets I got secrets <laughs> of my own they're like you don't have secrets he's like but you don't know about Hugsy my bedtime penguin pal oh and gosh. I love that they string that through the whole series yeah. like we see Hugsy through season 10 uh, but that's the first time we hear about him. So it's, it's the nice first time to we hear. meet you, Hugsy. And I, I do love the little part where, like, Chandler walks in and or somebody walks in and he, like, throws Hugsy behind. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's so good. Oh, <laughs> oh so cute. So good. It's really good. Um, so Phoebe's suggestion Phoebe's suggestion. 
is that they seduce him. Seduce him. Well, well, Phoebe's suggestion is that Rachel use her position as the roommate. Oh, right. Phoebe right. used the strongest weapon at her disposal, her sexuality. I know. And this happens later, but I love when Rachel's like, be sexy. And she's like, Rachel, please. I know. She's like, obviously. <laughs> May we all have the confidence of Phoebe in this episode. Oh, it's just fabulous. Honestly. It's so good. And so, yeah, so Chandler comes in and Phoebe just goes straight to work. Um, when she is flirting with him and hitting on him, like the entire thing is just so good. The like, oh, your jacket. Oh, hello, Mr. Bicep. And like the giggling and the you're the one person I can't tell and the one person I want to the most. Like all of it is so good. She I love turns it. it on. I was thinking it, like she is the master. Really- it really is like a monologue here of her doing this. Like, you know, do you ever just feel like maybe it's because I haven't been with a guy in so long and and then, you know, you don't yes. realize what's right in front of you, sipping coffee. Oh, have I said too much? <laughs> oh, gosh. It's so good. I know. Oh, have I said too much? Her little like, oh, and when she goes, she's like, okay, well, something to think about. And she like bends over to leave. To and it's like, purse. Ooh. yeah. And she goes, oh, and like. To, like poops yes. her butt out a little bit. Oh my gosh! I know. Honestly, if Lisa Kudrow did not get an award for her performance on this episode, we need to print one off it, our computer and send it to her. So I saw a little fact that this is like the second highest voted episode ever, like in popularity, in Friends, in Friends. Okay, the favorite being like the last one, right? Um. But I'm not surprised because it has just got all the things. It's so fun. Um, I, but yeah, when she bends over to pick up her purse and like sticks her butt out, you know what I thought though? She said, don't eat my cookie, but she's picking up her purse and she's like, I know, oh, and then she leaves. <laughs> I did think that too. I know. And when she's like, we're both very cookie focused. And don't eat my cookie. And I was like, you yeah. didn't go back for the cookie. Um, but yeah, I did read somewhere that um, like since, I don't know if it was at the time, but looking back, like, a lot of TV critics agree that um, Phoebe Buffay is, like, one of the strongest female characters on any television show. Mm. Mm. So I really just – I just hope Lisa Kudrow is getting compensated handsomely for that. Hope so. Because, you know, at the time it was all about Jennifer Aniston. But yeah, but they I were just... all – they negotiated to all have equal pay. Oh, did they? Yeah. In the middle. I think probably around this time. Okay, good. By the end, they were all making a million an episode. But I know that early on, they banded together to negotiate equal pay because they were oh, a true ensemble good. cast. I know. It's really nice. Yeah. Cute. Um, oh, but I, yeah. So, I, I agree with you. She's a great character. So so then they start to – like one thing I wanted to pick up and maybe we'll talk about this later, but like – um, yeah, so when they're talking about like, oh, when they say they're going to do laundry, let's just give them a bunch of laundry to do. And then there is that part where they're like, we're going to go to the movies. Monica, do you want to come? And she's like, mm-hmm. no, nah, I'm just going to do laundry. And Rachel like brings out a giant bag of laundry. And I was yes. like, do people just give their laundry to their roommates to do? I would think if you needed a few things thrown in, yeah. Yes, but um, not like but two whole the, loads. The way... No, but the way that Monica kind of looks at it makes me think that, no, this is not something they normally do. Um, And also because they're not really going to do laundry. Um, Right, of course. But 
then I think the pro move is coming in with the quarters. With all the quarters. (laughs) Because it's like literally don't give – any excuse why this wouldn't work but also wouldn't you feel like such a jerk being like oh yeah I can't do that for you even though I'm going there like all I have to do is throw it in and switch it over no I well I think that that's a boundary I would want to set because laundry is a chore nobody wants to do laundry you're just going to the movies instead like no I don't think maybe I guess I guess if it's like you go down and there's like eight machines in the building and so I can just like chuck your stuff in one machine and then chuck it into yeah. the dryer. But like here, you know, at my house, I'm thinking we've got like one at a time. We don't really use the dryer. I'm not hanging all your stuff out on the line for you. I don't right. mind if like people put their stuff in with mine. Like that's fine. I'll of course help out in that way. And like, yeah, I took Ben's stuff out of the washing machine the other day and hung it for him. But like, yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel like you do your own chores. But I think the point is, is that Monica feels like she can't say no because she needs to keep up the facade that she is doing Right, of course. Because otherwise she's going to be like, why wouldn't you just do this for, you know, not that that's what Rachel would actually say, but that's what she's worried about. So that's why it works so well here. And I think just based on the interaction, this is not something that is normal. Um, I think it's different being like, oh, you're doing laundry. Can I throw like two things in with your stuff? But... Clearly, this is not a, a a normal thing for them. But I think yeah. that they've boxed her into a corner. So and <laughs> she can either tell so. them or, yeah. Um, But, yeah, so I, I love the quarters, though. Oh, I've got some. Here you go. Which is like, yeah. what, $500 in it's quarters? It's so many quarters. It's um, so many quarters. I did skip a little part. Sorry, because I got excited about the laundry. Um. <laughs> I skipped the part when Chandler is telling Monica that Phoebe hit on him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, she, like, squeezed my bicep. And he's like, she's like, I yeah. don't think so. Phoebe thinks yeah. you're kind of sexless. Which yeah, yeah. And can't hear that enough. And and she's like, this bicep? And he's like, well, I'm not flexing it now. I know. <laughs> Monica's like, sweetie, no. And but then she sees Phoebe in action. Miss you oh already. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It's she's laying it on thick. And I love that when she kind of does that, Monica's like, oh, my gosh, she knows. Like, she doesn't even think for a second that there is a real attraction. Yeah. 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 And then Chandler tries to refute it. And he's like, what? What about my bulging bicep? My pinchable butt? (gasps) She knows. She knows. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. But like, okay, so now what do you think? Would you just tell them or would you play into this well i if like if i was monica you're and monica chandler, and chandler mm-hmm. i would just tell them i think but, i think i would too but monica's yeah. too competitive for that exactly i was gonna say i'm not monica and she can't lose and i'm not i'm just like yeah. that sounds exhausting um let's just tell them and then we can go like eat a pizza and relax yeah and i think most people would give up at that point not even give up just be like well they know so let's just but instead of uh they don't know we know they know so yes when they go over to joey's and they're like oh my god baby knows about us well i didn't tell them (laughs) them Which Phoebe and Joey. And Joey. (laughs) Yes. And he's snug that's when he's snuggling Hugsy. Oh so Um, cute. Yeah. 
And then they decide. And poor Joey, just stuck in the middle. He knows everything. He really could pull the plug on all of this. But he's... He could. He doesn't know what to do anymore. Um, But they decide to have Chandler, you know, invite Phoebe over to feel his bicep and more. I feel and, like we um, use this line a lot. Feel my bicep yes. and more. <laughs> Maybe more. Um, and Phoebe is very caught off guard by this because she thought... Oh, he was gonna capitulate that. huh <laughs> i know and uh then at first they're like oh, how could he do this to monica and then they're like oh of course because they know we know they know yes they know. oh and they know joey. that we know they joey know we know. do they know we know <laughs> i know they know <laughs> yeah oh it's so funny so whatever they're going all in they are going all in on this and phoebe yes. wears a velvet outfit and chandler so. Is there so, too? So, so, so. When, what, yeah, so, the, oh, yeah, so then when she, like, they're on the couch and they're like, go seduce them, be sexy. And then, like, I love when they do the little, like, circling shark and, like, Monica's looking yes. at Phoebe. And, yes. She's like, hey, you. And so, and so she's like, I'm going to come over to your place at seven or whatever. And Chandler's totally I can't wait until on. we're going to have sexual intercourse together. Oh, yeah, together. that's right. <laughs> and he's really like, mm-hmm, good. Like, he yeah. puts on, like, such a smarmy voice. Yes. Um, so my favorite part that they cut out is when she's like, give me some wine and two glasses. And then Joey's like, oh, can we just be done? And um, and she's like, no, go get me. Go get me a bottle of wine and two glasses. And he comes back over and she's like, OK, a bottle of wine that is not cooking oil and glasses that are glass because <laughs> he brings over cooking oil and two mugs. <laughs> That I I forgot about that part. That's such a funny. <sighs> That's my f- cooking wine that is oh. not cooking oil and glasses that are glass. <laughs> Which I hate those wine glasses. By the way, they oh, look like margarita so glasses to me. Pure one nineteen from like yeah, they look like a margarita glass at Chewy's. That know? is so funny like, because that is exactly what Ben was like. Oh, those wine glasses, <laughs> terrible. It's very um very uh. Art Nouveau? What's at the Cheesecake Factory? It's those. Yeah, Art Nouveau, I think. Yeah. Which mm. is not my style, but I'm also super picky with my wine glasses. So mm. it's just less really is more a no when it comes me. to a wine glass. I would opinion. rather drink out of a regular cup a mug. than a weird yeah. glass like that. Yeah. yeah, I would rather drink out of a mug, honestly. I hate thick glass for wine glasses. It's like one of my pet peeves. Um, right, well, everybody make so note. If you want to hear how snobby I am, that's pretty much the end of the list. But can I just say I'm serious you're, about it? That is the end of the list. You're giving me um, these flashbacks to an episode. Well, it ended up being like half the dang season of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, when mm-hmm. this girl, um, she's one of the ones that like people say she's really boring. She's um, John Cougar Mellencamp's daughter, and she's on the show, okay. and she's just like real not not into that scene. Like she's rides horses and is like kind of tomboyish and like really into fitness Mm. but she's just like not a a real socialite in that way it doesn't seem like and um one of the girls comes over and orders champagne um because they're like having a party at teddy's house and she's got like a caterer there or whatever and so one of the other girls who's like very uppity orders champagne and they serve it to her in a wine glass and she's like i'm sorry could i just have this in a champagne glass because come on this is 
And so she kind of, and it's like, okay, if you, if you want to drink your, your beverages and the glasses that are intended for them, like that's fine. That's your prerogative, whatever. But then she like goes around individually to every single one of the other housewives and is like, they tried to serve me champagne in a wine glass. Like what kind of party is this? And my thing was like, if, if you're like, Oh, hun, sorry, actually that's um, not the right glass for the champagne. Could you put it in one of the tall flutes? Like, you can you can correct people without being a jerk about it, but then to like go around and tell everybody just to like what make Teddy look bad like that yeah it was the, the flashback yeah. and so then it became this whole thing on like half the season where it was like <laughs> you're so pretentious you're da 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 and she was like okay whatever get over it I did and I was like it wasn't that you wanted the right glass it's that you then tried to make wanted her wanted to look, shame her yeah, yeah like look like she has no social understanding or whatever. No cooth. Yeah. That's me when I go to people's houses. I'm like, um, excuse me, where are these wine glasses even from? Is this from the dollar store? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. Oh. Um, yeah, I hate those okay. wine glasses. Um, but I love but that yes. they chug the wine out of them. It's so funny. Well, I love when they're like getting ready to go over and uh, – Rachel unbuttons Phoebe's top button oh, yeah. and she goes for a second. She's like, don't give away the farm. Yeah. And, and Chandler getting a pep talk from Monica. She's so competitive. She's so like, you're on my team. Weird. My team always wins. Um, now go he, out there and get like, some. Why is he wearing anything that he is wearing? A sweater vest. <laughs> I do feel like But Monica it's like two-tone like- moss. Yeah, like you don't, this isn't your weird office. You don't need to wear a sweater vest. And also like, I truly think that Monica would have been like, no, Chandler, like go have sex with Phoebe, like to keep our secret and to <laughs> it's quote worth unquote it. win. I think she would have, like she is, she was she like, might. go out there, get some, like, and you're in the bath. I was like, did you actually want your boyfriend to hook up with your other friend while you're oh in the bathroom? Gosh. That is so weird. I think it's more she wanted Phoebe to give up before Chandler. Yeah, um, I guess she which, did think that Phoebe. Yeah, they both yeah, thought the other one like, would break. I love that they're both using like fake voices. And yes. I just don't know how they got. They're so funny. Even just at the door. She's like, he's like, come in. And she's like, I was going to. Like, <laughs> they're they're being so weird. Both of them are being Aww. so weird. And they both know that neither one of them actually is going to go through with this and yet here we are i just can't imagine shooting this scene like they just had to be oh they it must have taken all night so it yes. must have taken so long and like they go for like i don't know half time i don't know oh he goes to get lotion i was like why did they like split up and phoebe well, goes out before to, like, that update before everybody that, he's like i'll put on some music and she's like maybe yeah. i'll dance for you <laughs> her dancing is <sighs> just and like the face she makes while she's like keeping eye contact oh and like gosh. dancing at him, I and when she like cannot hit, like puts like her cap like a cat hissing like yes the like it's like, <laughs> like a, a reverse body roll yes yes exactly like a forward a forward Aww. punt of the body um it's so funny there's just so much going on and we go out for the halftime show yeah the, uh, yeah, the intermission Joey is like he's afraid of bras can't work them and just like splits her top open oh, that is so funny um, it's so good um and monica's like get out there and win you know yeah here, here's an take unreasonable this, person like, she wants me to put lotion on her and she's like she's bluffing and like hands him the lotion yeah <laughs> 
And the the very end part where they're like, okay, I guess there's nothing left to do but but have kiss. sex together. Oh yeah, and kiss. Yeah. And so they each take like one step, and it's like one <laughs> hand on shoulder, one hand on hip, head turned to the side, leaning in. And then they finally kiss, and both of their faces are just like, oh my so... gosh, the smushing <laughs> tight line lips is so funny. It's so funny. Oh, and I love finally... that. I love that Phoebe goes, our first kiss. <laughs> like, good one, Phoebe. Like also trying to get his like, like freak him out. Oh, so yes. good. Like they drag it out as long as they can. And then finally they're kissing and he pulls away and he's like, I can't do this. And she's like, and why not admit it? And he's like, because I love Monica. And everybody's like, what? What? Okay. Including Monica. Including Monica. Let's talk about this for a second, though. Okay. It feels like this big reveal. However, he said he loved her on Thanksgiving when she had a turkey on her head. Discuss? Okay. So we talked to, I was waiting if you were going to continue laying oh. out your case there. No, or discuss. That's the done. end of my case. Your honor. Okay. <laughs> Objection. Um, so, overruled. Oh, I don't know which one's which. Um, so we talked about this on the, the one with all the Thanksgivings episode. And we kind of said like, this is the first time he says it. He says it later. So actually one of our listeners, Beth, um, wrote to us with her opinion about this. And I think she actually pointed out a really good point was mm-hmm. that, at the Thanksgiving one with the turkey, it was kind of accidental. He took it back. Yes. It sort of slipped out. And, you know, it was because she was, like, going, going like, out of her way, all these lengths to, like, make him feel better. And he was just like, oh, I love you. You're great. Kind of like you would to a friend almost. But, like. Totally. I agree. He, yeah. And he, but he took it, he took it back. And he, re, he was like, no, I don't. No, I don't. You know, so it was like. And mm-hmm. so, and so I think what she, in Monica's mind, maybe it was kind of like a, I'm not going to make a big deal about that. You know, like that might be kind of hurtful if it's like he took it back, but also like with his, yeah. Anyway, so I think she's just kind of like, okay, you know, it slipped out. It was what it was, but like, we're clearly still not telling people about us. We're clearly still just in this, like enjoying this and seeing where it goes phase and whatever. But now it's different because He's saying, I, I'm in love with Monica, but like for Chandler, that's huge because yeah. he wouldn't have actually said it to her before except for that one time when he took it back. And so it's not that's just true. like, I'm, you know, because Phoebe even says she's like, oh, I thought you guys were just fooling around. I didn't realize you were in love. Right. Mm-hmm. And Monica's like, you love me? And it's like, he's admitting it to her. Mm-hmm. He's not afraid to say it in front of all of his friends. Yeah. And so, and for like a commitment phobe like Chandler, it's a big deal. So, so, so thank you, Beth, for pointing that out. And I yes, do think that's that, a good like, point. Yeah, it's, it is different. She, she knew that it was in the realm of possibilities and probably a thought in his mind. But I think mm-hmm. that if I was Monica and I was dating Chandler and I knew his history with commitment and relationships and whatever, I would kind of feel like I was still on like unsolid ground. Until this, when he's, like, declaring his love for her in front of all of his friends. Like, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're right. And Monica's like, well, I love you, too. And they hug and kiss. And um, And then they're like, like, okay, that's it. Everybody everybody knows. knows. (laughs) Monica's like, well, actually, Rostin, and I'd appreciate if nobody told him. I cannot believe that. When Chandler's like, we'd appreciate if nobody told him or whichever one. Oh, my gosh. And it's like, 
you're sitting no. here like arm you need to arm. tell him now yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. time like, it's been it's been 10 years <laughs> It's been, been, been dead weeks. for 10 years. Yeah. It's a long time. It's a long time. Or 10, yeah, um, 10 weeks, yeah. But thankfully for Joey, he doesn't have to wait all that long. Because yep. <laughs> Ross is checking out his new apartment that he won well, by being naked with ugly naked guy. Yes, that he won by being naked with a man. Do you think it's weird that... Like, I get what he's doing. So he's got his boss who had to put him on sabbatical for his rage. And he's Mm -hmm. kind of trying to be like, hey, look, I'm getting my life back on track. Please let me have my job back. But I do think it's weird to be like the – I don't know. Did you find it strange that, like, the first person you call to your, like, unfurnished apartment the day you get your keys is your boss to, like, show them how cool it is? I did kind of think it's weird, but I'm I'm like assuming there had been some behind the scenes questions and like conversations with his boss and like like oh well, you need to get the back museum on your feet or something yeah, of like yeah like maybe we could talk about next steps or you know I don't know maybe they were like waiting for him to prove that he was kind of getting it together because obviously yeah. his life was falling apart maybe you're right um, maybe you're right or if it was i like thought a, it was weird to chat about this and it's like oh why yes. don't we just do it at my new apartment and i can show you that at the same yeah okay yes but i also think it's weird that it's the guy that he freaked out on yes that you ate a sandwich that it would be so somebody rudely. yeah i would think that it would be somebody else from the department that might like not be the person he went full rage right on. inviting them um, into a private so location yeah I, yeah I do think it's weird and honestly I kind of forgot about it until I was watching this I, I knew he was at the apartment but I forgot that it was his colleague was Donald his ex-colleague his boss yes um but unfortunately for Ross just mere seconds after he says the rage is behind him and he's invited back to work again he sees Chandler and Monica and starts losing it losing um, it and he's like no That's what my no. sister oh my gosh he just absolutely I mean talk about rage um and that's the end of the episode <laughs> with Donald looking terrified and yes Ross looking, looking like he's gonna bust through the window uh yeah like the incredible Hulk or something yeah. um he just really picked a time to say, and now all that rage is behind yeah. me. And by behind, I mean kind of still in, right in front of just me. Just bubbling when right under doesn't the surface. Go my way. Just bubbling well, right underneath on that, the surface. On that note, there are a few times throughout the episode where he does get a little bit like, like when he's like, oh, I just wanted that apartment so bad. Like his tone is a little bit, it's almost like when a little kid gets mad about something and you're kind of like, whoa, 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 hey, whoa, like calm down. You're like, they're mad about something, but like their level of anger is not proportional to the thing that's happened. And they're just like teeth clenching angry. He kind of reminds me of that a few times throughout the episode. So maybe they are trying to set the scene that the rage is really just bubbling under the surface. Yeah, maybe. That's true. It's very possible. And he's always, yeah, I mean, he's kind of always been a little ragey, you know? Um, just kind of Ross's thing, I guess. That's just Ross, you know? Um, yeah, Red Ross. Red Ross, Red Ross. Um, I did read a little piece of trivia Ooh. that said 
and I guess I can't really remember, so I guess we'll have to confirm this in later episodes, but as a result of his outburst in front of his boss seeing Chandler and Monica kiss, Ross permanently loses his job, but this is not directly revealed until the one where Ross got high. So I was going to so. ask about that, actually, because I was going to say, I so so Donald says, why don't you come back? And he's like, oh, I mm-hmm. think I'm so ready. And once it's all furnished, I'll have you guys all over. And then he freaks out. But then I was thinking, like, I kind of remember, I remember Ross saying something about, like, so I explained to Donald, like, you know, why, I, I feel like I remember, like, there's an episode, or there's like a scene with Ross telling them that he explained to his boss why he freaked out. But then Mm. I kind of put it aside because I was like, well, I can't actually remember if it works or not. But I know that he ends up working. um, He doesn't. Columbia. Yeah. Columbia and at the university. Right. And he's got um, he's got that other weird boss that falls asleep when he's trying to get that like lecturing position or whatever and so I was like so there is someone else in the future but I can't remember how it all goes so yeah you know what I'm we'll just have to keep that in the back of our minds and pick it up when it happens okay so I have figured it out oh good just while I rambled great yep yep just while I rambled and was totally listening (laughs) um I was um so in the one where Ross got high, which is season six, um, episode nine, so not really that far in the future. Um, we're on episode 14. There's only 23 episodes, so it's like 10, about 20 episodes away. So it's got a decent amount of time. Um, when all the secrets are coming out in the one where Ross got high and they're flinging um, – Monica is like flinging insults out because yes. – uh, Ross gives her away. She goes, Ross hasn't worked at the museum in a year. And that's where we find out. But now I'm like, where does Ross, what is Ross doing in the meantime? He just gets a new apartment and has no income. I guess we'll find out. So wait a minute. So that's, so what episode is that? The one where Ross got high? Season six, episode nine. Oh, wow. So the one almost like a full year. Okay. So. Yeah, almost a full year. A full year away, but. And there's no mention of Ross's job between Mm-mm. now and then. When does he pick up guest lecturing? Because maybe he does. Do, this remember, he might starts. Be it. He, okay, we'll have to figure that one out because he does start guest lecturing at some point. Um, but then also, I think if you go on sabbatical, you might get like. Sorry, this is boring and not <laughs> important. But like, <laughs> you he might have had some sort of like care care pay. You know what I mean? Like. Um, like mm-hmm. extended medical leave type. I think you get like, you can get like up to a certain percentage of your salary. Oh, um, if right. If you need to be out of work for an extended period of time. So he, you're like income protection insurance or who knows what he would have had. But you've got to assume. I mean, he also seems Does like he a have saver. Aflac, you think? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about Aflac. Uh, anyway, we'll speculate about his insurance holdings and position <laughs> at another date. Um. Yes, we will do that, and we will, we will pick this up uh, in real time. Yes, in real time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, next episode. Uh, so thanks for being here for this amazing episode, a favorite I think of everybody's. Yeah, episode fourteen, the one where everybody finds out, including Ross. 
And uh, tune in next time for episode 15, which is the one with the girl who hits Joey. <laughs> and so, and, and more, and maybe more. And and maybe more. So we're going to pick this up in real time. We will see you guys then next week. Talk to you later. See you next Bye. week. Bye. Bye.